We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast is presented to you by Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Back with the baller again this week. It's $250,000 with a $10 buy-in. And remember to check them out if you're playing some Daily Fantasy NBA, some incredible contests. Always a fair rake. It's only at Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Welcome back to the Absolutely Epic Early Week Podcast. Week 10, double digits. Dean here, Dean7804, if you want to get all technical on me. Back with the usual suspects. One Travis Mangone, one Grant Niefer. Who wants to speak first? Me. me. Hi, Grant. How are things in your world? Oh, you know, same stuff. We apparently have been talking for an entire hour before this podcast for no uncertain reason. And I don't understand why you... Now made me an hour later to bed. You were saying horrible things about about all people in the DFS under C. Like, let's let's be honest. That's exactly what was happening. If by all people you mean you. <laughs> Wait, you were saying horrible things just about me, or I was saying horrible things about DFS people. I was saying horrible things about you, as I do in all conversations with you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time here, of course, we're going to talk uh, week ten as far as an NFL DFS. Now, again. We always talk about how this is a uh, this is a first look. If it does, if the name doesn't give it away, it's not ironically titled. It is the early week podcast. It is epic too. I suppose that's up to the interpretation of the listener. But we're recording this on a Monday night, so it's the first look. Uh, this is not the last podcast you should listen to it, but it's the first one you should listen to. Mangone, how are uh, how are things in your world? Yeah, man, things are good, man. My core five hit today of all 50% are owned higher players. Uh, you know, things are great in the DFS world over here. I played Jalen Samuels in the NFL this week. Uh, no one else played him. It was good times. Did you make sure to thank uh, somebody for playing Jalen Samuels in the industry? Because that's important. I mean, if you don't do that, you might get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everyone in the industry but the flagship show's body parts. Uh, shout out to everyone but that. Who would have thought to play Jalen Samuels? I <laughs> I'm so glad I read something somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're just <laughs> I'm just loopy now. We, we we talked for an hour or so. Appreciate the three of us, and it's the it's the we're trying to build good pod chemistry is what's happening. And maybe I think the problem the problem here, Grant, is we might be getting too loose, unfortunately, and saying too many things. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you hammer down an entire fifth of vodka beforehand. Hey, you know, how else are you going to make it through uh, Monday Night Football and Booger, right? Oh, gosh, he is the absolute worst. And no, we aren't drunk. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. I was kicking back on uh, Grandpa's cough medicine. Uh, do want to mention, of course, yeah, again, as far as the slate, we're talking just the main slate only. Teams on a bye we don't care about. Denver, Houston, Jacksonville, New England, Philly, Washington, we do not care about you. Thursday night, uh, we got the Chargers in Oakland throwing that game out. Doesn't happen. Uh, Monday night, Seattle, San Fran, not talking about that one either. 
Uh, Yahoo. Yahoo sponsors the show. We much appreciate that. So Yahoo does include the Minnesota-Dallas game, which is on a Sunday night. Otherwise, uh, the other sites out there have it's a 10-game slate. Uh, I think this is the most buys we've had the entire season as far as six. Uh, we do want to mention, of course, we're doing our uh, – Grant, we're going to have a little fun with the people as far as the comment section, as we always do. We like some interaction with our listeners. We want to give away a T-shirt. Uh, we're going to give away a shirt to uh, K Vincent 7676 Feel free to slide into my DMs you won last week. And, Grant, we, we thought of a fun question. I think we have a fun question as far as this week, and we'll, we'll mention it now. Sure, why not? Uh, first of all, we'll mention the question in a second, but, Grant, how do the people respond to the question? What do they do? How do, how do they submit an answer so they can get themselves a uh, Whataburners T-shirt? On the RG page, um, you where you find the podcast and listen to it, comment section of that go ahead and leave a leave your answer to this question should i say the question now yeah sure we, we all discussed it we, I, th- I think it's a good one we probably all have our own personal answers but uh it was i'll say this it was inspired by watching that girl uh um and i think that was actually a spoof i think she was spoofing somebody else to be fair it was at a hockey game but she brought a giant uh, like a vat like a bucket of mayonnaise and was eating a spoonful, a spoonful of mayonnaise out of the bucket straight which is like the most nauseating thing to be like mayonnaise just in general, like but the, a la carte's gross on anything. It's gross. It's a deal breaker for me, but uh, Grant, the, we'll, we'll tell the people a question, Grant. Yeah. Like the weirdest, weirdest food thing you do. That's just absolutely delicious. Me, apparently Dean and mango thought was crazy, but honey on pizza. It's absolutely fantastic. It's terrible for you. So, you know, it's good. Mango and honey on pizza. Seriously. We're not doing that. Are we? Yeah, no, uh, we're not doing that. Even if it's from Seven Eleven, Dean, we're not. We're not doing that at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know this, Grant, but Mangone, if he, I mean, it's very rare that we this learned this. Uh, we, we, it's very. We learned this before the show. Uh, this before is the pod started. News. It's very rare that Mangone actually has a losing night in DFS. But in the rare occasion he has a losing losing night in DFS, he has to go out there and have like a uh, a slump buster, and not not the George Brett type. But what he would do, he would go to Seven Eleven and get a slice of pizza there. And if he wins, it, you know. On um, the same day he gets a slice of pizza at Seven Eleven, he'll keep going to Seven Eleven until that you know he keep he loses you know once. So, uh, man, go. What's not true about that? That was all true, was it not? Well, it, it happened one time. Um, so yeah, like one time I decided to do this, and then That's like, enough had, to make it true. And and again, like I when I explained the reason I got a Seven Eleven slice of pizzas, it was like like either like five thirty or like it was you know getting close to lock, and I realized I had no time left. Like I think I had a show even to do, and I just was staring at pizza there, and I was like, man, I'm hungry, and I'm gonna go for this, and I've never done it, and it's probably a poor decision. And then I won a lot of money that day, so I said, hey, let's repeat it the next day and win some more money. And look at that, we won more money. Because of the seven, and also like Van Gogh and, and make the, the story worse. He lives in the New York, New Jersey area, which is notorious for the best pizza in the world. Grant, uh, you're you're a, a bit of a food aficionado. You'll eat whatever, but like how long? You how how desperate do you have to be to get a slice of pizza at Seven Eleven, where it's sitting around for like give or take two or three hours? Yeah, pizza. I don't mess with that. I do love the taquitos at Seven Eleven and the hot dogs. Also, throw the nacho, throw nacho cheese on the hot dogs. It's, it's fantastic. Well, like Grant, Grant, I was at the Seven Eleven one time, and and there was a guy at the counter next to me, and the guy, uh, the cashier goes, "No taquitos today." To the guy that was buying food, so like this, there's a guy there that is a regular that gets taquitos at Seven Eleven out there. He's a notorious taquitos guy. Like the, so he I, knows him as the taquitos guy. I used to. There was a small period of time where every morning on my way to school. I would go get a 7-Eleven, or not 7-Eleven, A.M. P.M. hot dog, which they let the grease soak into the bun. So much worse for you. And <laughs> they actually knew me at that point, and I did not feel good about myself. So, yeah, it's not good to be recognized at 7-Eleven. But, like, again, I know as Van Gogh, you know, the guy knows you, right? You guys are boys. He gives you dabs sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely recognize there. It's 24-7, not too far from the house. But, listen, that's okay. At least I'm not the taquito guy. <laughs> you're something else. You're a you're a different guy. You're like the pizza guy, or who knows what you're. You know what you are. You're the Red Bull. And what was the weird food concoction you said you liked before the show? Yeah, weird food concoction. I, I said a uh, Red Bull and Smarties, man. Like the the double combo of that. If you like sugar, like you'll you'll be in on that. Now you have the Red Bull. No one on Earth likes Smarties other than you. Yeah, seriously, Smarties are terrible. <laughs> I know, the worst Halloween candies. They're my favorite, though. I absolutely love them. But um, yeah, no, you just you, you put the Smarties in your mouth, you swig some Red Bull, and then you just uh, go to 
go to town, man. It's a good time. But listen, man, the people oh. don't want to hear these bad, these bad candy takes. Which again, I'll agree. Is this like, not that's a food a, podcast? That's it's, it's, a food podcast. Listen, it's a bad take by me. I will totally agree, but I absolutely love it. I don't care what what anyone thinks. But uh, dude, we got to get to, the, to some of the uh, the stuff going on, man. Because people are going to turn us off. Guys, yeah. yogurt on Eggo waffles. No, you don't do that for real, do you? Oh, I do. It's got to be Eggo. That's all. Yeah, I mean, that's the only good waffle. <laughs> this this is the point where people might turn us off. We should definitely get started. This is what the bar is set, just so you all know. We, we want to know, like, give us your most contrarian food concoction that you thoroughly enjoy, uh, you know, and sell, sell it to us, too. Because I'm not sold on anything you're throwing out there, uh, Grant. Yo- any particular flavor yogurt or just yogurt in general? Uh, I mean, huckleberry. That's not a flavor. Huckleberry? Yeah, Telmec makes a good huckleberry yogurt. That's a flavor, Mango? Uh, I'm not not a big yogurt guy, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> not, that is not, not in the own. family feud board. Huckleberry is the snickerdoodle of yogurt. That's my theory. <laughs> but uh, Mangone's right. He's got to keep us on track. We got to talk some football, obviously. Uh, week ten, Grant, give us the the lay of the land uh, again. Ten gamer. If you're on Fanduel, if you're on DK, if you're on the sponsor Yahoo, we do add the uh, the night game, which happens to be Minnesota at Dallas. Uh, two big games as far as the spread, of, you know, to Arizona and Tampa Bay. 52 is the total. Atlanta in the Dome and New Orleans at 51. Obviously, New Orleans massive favorites. Uh, Kamara, we presume Kamara is going to be back. What's jumping out for you on this slate, Grant? Because I think, I don't know, one of the keys is going to be <laughs> Bellage because, uh, you know, Preston Williams is out with an ACL. Uh, and, of course, Mark Walton. Uh, I mean, is it really going to be Bellage? We've had Kenyon Drake at close to the same price tag most of the season. And, like, are people really just going to play Bellage now? Oh, yeah. He's 3.8K on DK. Now, value may open up as the week progresses, but as of right now, Bellage, uh, they're saying he's going to be the three-down back. I think he had, what, like 85% of the carries there. And what else, what might change this to some degree, of course, is Lev Bell. Has, again, we're recording it Sunday night. Lev Bell has uh, had an MRI. So if he's not available, uh, we have for the Jets, their running backs are what, uh, Powell's 3K and uh, Montgomery's 4.1K. And Montgomery had just, I saw what, 3% of the snaps last week and Powell had like 10%, you know, let Bell dominated it. But uh, I want to see what the Beats have to say about that. But I presume Bell's not available. We shall see. Stay tuned on that. But uh, I, I think that's where we first look. We always want to see what the value is, Grant. And that's our first look at value, which is not great. But this is the slate. At least as of Monday night. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really as of right now, it's not a great slate. Uh, not really any great game stacks. I think the biggest, best game stack is the same thing it is pretty much every single week. It's Tampa Bay and whoever they're facing. Uh, Arizona, <laughs> obviously, the team that runs at a big pace. Like this is going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be really interesting to watch from a fantasy perspective, but it's going to be ugly and. I don't know exactly what I'm going to go with. Uh, like, obviously, we have to. I have to kind of see who Peterson's going to be on. Like, I, it, this is going to have some big pieces, and you're going to need pieces of this game pretty much to take down a slate. But yeah, outside of that, like, I'm not seeing a huge amount of value, and not a lot of just standout plays. Yeah. Also, Mahomes comes back, and I, I mean, I, I suspect Mahomes comes back. But again, stay tuned on that one. He looked he looked pretty spry, Mangone, in the celebration. Kansas City won on a walk off uh, field goal, I believe. So he's probably going to be back in Tennessee. Your Packers are in a high total there against Kendall, uh, against Carolina, forty eight. Of course, their defense was vulnerable last week, and their offense was a bit rattled. Uh, you got. We'll talk about quarterbacks in a second. We'll break it down position by position, like. Jack should absolutely crush Cincinnati. If Cincinnati can kind of sort of hang in that game to some degree, uh, he, he, he's uh, certainly popping. He's going to be expensive as well. I believe he's the most expensive quarterback on the board. Yeah, as of right now, uh, 7.3K on DK. If you look over on Yahoo, I believe, yeah, he's the most expensive over there at $40 as well. Uh, Mangone, uh, lay of the land as far as uh, the big picture. What are you seeing as far as the slates? Yeah, so this slate, like you mentioned, like Lamar Jackson, right? Phenomenal guy that you could obviously be playing at the quarterback position. But uh, like, overall, like Ballage is a guy that we're going to look for that value, right? We're going to look Ballage. for uh, Ballage, Ballage, whatever his name Ballage. is. Ballage. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to say his name. Don't care how to say his name. I just care if he fits in my DFS lineups. And uh, him, maybe a guy like Powell or Montgomery, looking for those value plays is going to be massive. And the reason why looking for those value plays is going to be massive, Dean, is because – uh, we have one Christian McCaffrey against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, 
uh, I don't care what his price is. I'm playing Christian McCaffrey, I'm pretty sure. Like, uh, who knows? Maybe Friday comes and then all his value opens up and then I'm this idiot saying, oh, I said I'd play Christian McCaffrey and then Sunday I just look like a moron and don't play him. But it's really hard to not want to play Christian McCaffrey. Same with Barkley here against the Jets. That's another amazing spot as well. Uh, it feels like a spot where I just want to get a lot of value this week and jam in uh, a guy like McCaffrey because uh, people, for some reason, last week decided not to do it and I, I don't want to be the dummy who uh, fades him this week. Hey, hey, Grant, you think Van Gogh was just repeating those names or you think he was like, just like last week, he was not listening. And we talked about all the value plays about two minutes ago. You asked me for the lay of the land. I'm giving you the same. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was he, he kind of, he kind of repeated things, but not yeah. in a way that he wasn't listening. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't, that, that's why I asked. I didn't make the accusation. That was, was an just, accusation. Dean. I, Shut no, up. I was not, not leading the, I was trying to get a feel for the room. Basically. I was just curious if, if I heard it the way I heard it, or maybe, maybe, maybe Van Gogh was kind of sort of half listening. He's notorious for that. Uh, he's probably still sweating Portland and golden States. That's the oh, last yeah, basketball I'm, game. I'm, 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 I'm just tilted about NBA tonight. So hopefully the, the laptops, it's not closed, but uh, it kind yeah. of is. I'm not, I'm not looking at the NBA stuff right now. Yeah. Well, aren't you on your laptop? Well, said, that's why I said it's kind of closed. Like we're not we're not looking at that. <laughs> Metaphorically, it's closed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, does this exactly. mean we're going to settle them tomorrow or not? I don't. I, how does this work? We're going to break you up this. Me, yeah, you have me tempted. Uh, maybe I do hit the Seven Eleven tomorrow for <laughs> just in spite of you, so I can have a little hot streak here going. I don't know. Maybe if I got a flagship show with you, maybe I will. But um, yeah, like so. Let's talk about this late. Like last week, I didn't pay for Russell Wilson on DK. Uh, that ended up being a little costly. Um, I wonder if going a guy like Lamar Jackson, like, you know, being able to spend up, if it's going to be something I, you know, want to prioritize. I thought like the value in Phillip Rivers was better. And my, my 3v3 was a really close one. Uh, but it, again, overall, it was a really good week. So I can't complain. Um, but yeah, like I think Lamar Jackson, wondering if I'm going to pay for him. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, do you guys think he's going to be like this prioritized like cash game option? Because the matchup is just amazing. Well, it's wants versus needs, right? Like, I want LJAX. Do I need LJAX? Probably not. But, like, the, the other part of it, Grant, you're usually good for, like, sh- throwing out, like, cheap quarterbacks that can kind of make things work. And I don't know. Do you see any cheap, cheap quarterbacks? I think you mentioned Tannehill. Somebody mentioned Tannehill before the show. He's 5.1K on DK. Um, I mean, Mayfield's 5K, but he's playing facing Buffalo. I don't think I want any part of that. Of course, in tournaments, I suppose you can, but – I mean, I, and I don't know how – how does your projection model, Mango, uh, or Grant, your projection model, how does that factor in as far as this new look he's rocking? we gotta not, we got to dock him a few points, right? That right. stash? Baker? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a heck of a janitor one day, but um, outside <laughs> that, I don't think it factors play. into my projection models at all. Okay. All right. I, I'm sure Cardi in the Blitz is something of – you know, he's very much hair-centric, so I would imagine it's somewhere – I mean, the biggest sample size he has is of Joe Flacco with a mustache, and that wasn't very impressive. <laughs> there you go. A little bit of Aaron Rodgers with a mustache, which was impressive. Do you, is there a cheap quarterback we like here, Grant, Because uh, or like that we can roster and just kind of help make things work? Because nothing on my first glance, first candor, nothing's really popping for me. If you're, if you're a Trubisky truther still. Oh, uh, gosh, don't remind me. I mean, there was Trubisky was, truthers last week. That, that, on this there was podcast, a Trubisky truther. Everyone uses the same exact thing. Oh, yeah, Trubisky was on the uh, Millie Maker three times last year. Yeah. Like, people keep saying that as if that's a justification. But well, justification, somebody once no. said Cohen yeah, uh, was good yeah. six years ago, and that was the reason why Cohen was Cohen played. wasn't in the league six years ago. I mean, yeah. Last year he had six winning just catches. The, just, the, the justification for Mitch Trubisky last week was the Philadelphia Eagles secondary, which is the, the justification pretty much every week. Like, like if Crane and Dean are out there throwing the ball back and forth, I would take you guys against uh, the Eagles secondary. I work cheap. I'm minimum salary. And so like, you can certainly make, a, make things work with me. Yeah, Crane's even cheaper. He's that Kiki Hernandez price tag. <laughs> uh, give, me, give me a cheapie here. Uh, Grant, you're usually good with the cheapies and – I don't know, man. It's it's bad. It's rough. It's Fitz Magic. Uh, you're not happy. Okay. I'm not happy with the cheap guys this week. But if you're going cheap, like every starting quarterback's five point one k, except for maybe uh, is the guy. I can't remember off the top of my head if the guy from Cincinnati, uh, Finley's four point eight k. So three hundred dollar price savings isn't worth that. But like Fitz Magic hasn't been bad in the last three weeks 
Like, is he going to get punished for winning though? Because they, they um, word has it, word in the street is that the the Dolphins, the as an organization, personally went out and uh, broke uh, Preston Williams' ACL for playing too well. Have you heard that? Or well, not? and they drugged uh, Walton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's a. Uh, <sighs> the cheapest I think I want to go at quarterback really on like a set like DK is like maybe Daniel Jones at 5,700. But I yeah. think this is going to be a week where we just like live between like Jones and Jackson and uh, kind of call it a day. I think that's what we're going to have to end up doing. At least I, of course, I want to jam in a guy like McCaffrey, but um, I'm not going to sacrifice it at my running backs. I'll sacrifice it at my receivers, which uh, is definitely the thing I think you want to do, at least in your cash games. I like Kyler versus Tampa. Uh, I but, like, really like Kyler. He's always cheap on Yahoo. Did Yahoo what, what, what's his price over there? Ooh, $28 on Yahoo. That looks pretty good, Mangone, is it not? Yeah, um, to go with, like, the common theme of, like, locking 150 lineups, let's lock 150 Kyler Murray's on Yahoo. How's that sound? That seems that seems pretty good. I like that price over there. Same price as your boy Josh Allen, Grant. 28 yeah. bucks. I, I, think I'd, well, I think I'd rather take Kyler. Um, it's just way too cheap and – over on DK, it's way too cheap. Over on Fanduel, it's way too cheap because he could potentially be the top option on the slate here. We know that Tampa Bay just tries to shut down the run for some reason and lets all opposing QBs go just buck wild against them. I mean, if Jared Goff, we saw put up 500 yards. We just saw Russell Wilson put up five touchdowns. Like we saw, I think even Allen over in uh, what's it called over in Carolina. Yeah, well, no, over in London. Uh, put up some decent numbers against them, although they didn't really need to. Like, everyone does well versus Tampa Bay. They just put up massive numbers, and now they're in a game where they're going up against the fastest-paced team in the NFL who's going to air the ball out quite a bit. If uh, David Johnson is in there, that even helps Kyler Murray out. But Kyler Murray, like, hasn't been great that great recently, but he's been without Kirk or with an injured Kirk, and Kirk seems to be a little bit healthy now. I and he's had some tough matchups going against New Orleans and going against San Francisco the last two weeks. This is potentially the same matchup that we saw with Atlanta. Like similarly bad defenses, just what, this one actually forces them to pass the ball more. Yeah, we could see a thirty-point game from Winston and Kyler on this. Like this may be biased just based on what happened with Seattle and Tampa Bay last week, but I I'm in love with this game stack here and. Just don't really care what I have to do to get the players in from it. Uh, anything else as far as quarterbacks, Brandon, or shall we talk about some running backs? I mean, Jared Goff, 6,200. Now, quarterback, like, you're just paying up. Like, it's Murray, it's Lamar, it's Winston, maybe Josh Allen, maybe Drew Brees, if you think that Atlanta can somehow keep that close. Like, is Ryan going to be back this week? I guess I was looking that. at him too at six point one. It doesn't seem cheap enough, but like he probably gets three hundred. Is it not yards. cheap enough? Like he's he averaging have legs. I need legs, man. Well, yeah. without his legs, like the last two games he's played, where he's actually played the whole game, thirty-three and thirty-five points. Like that's outscoring pretty much everyone. He has every single game of the season where he's played the entire one outside of the one against Tennessee, where he put up the ball 50 times and had nearly 400 yards. He's put up 23 points. Like, Matt Ryan, 6,100. I If he plays this weekend, like, that's a great spot going up against a tough New Orleans team. But, like, he's going to be passing just like he has every single game. Yeah, look, I'm just scorned because, and this is probably me having like a recency bias, but, and I have a general rule where I'm a cash game quarterback. I like to have legs or be be super cheaper. And like I played Ryan when he got hurt against the Rams. It was an absolute disaster. But, you know, of of course, the legs don't matter if he throws her 400 yards and three garbage touchdowns. So he's perfectly fine. Uh, You you have a thought on this, Mango? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Ryan makes sense in tournaments, but I don't. You know what? Like, I just don't think I'm going to end up doing it. I kind of think the Falcons are going to quit this week. It's just going to be one of those weeks where the Saints absolutely just destroy the Falcons and it just gets super ugly. So um, that line is really big, though, minus 12 and a half. But uh, kind of intrigued to maybe bet that thing. Because I think Atlanta's going to fold here soon. On Every one of their games has been really ugly. Like, Matt Ryan, when he played Houston, he put up 330 yards and three touchdowns. They got blown out by 21. Like, he's been involved in blowouts all season long. And he still it's, puts up it, big numbers. He lost the great Muhammad Sanu, though. Well, that's a, a hit to uh, the receiving core. Oh, <laughs> so this true. great Muhammad Sanu that 
crush value this week. No, so this is so this so this is what you do with Matt Ryan. You you open it up the slate on Sunday, and if you see him at five percent or lower, you play him in tournaments. I think that's kind of the way to approach him. Like again, like I want to attack these high totals. Uh, Vegas is the most efficient betting market with NFL. Like they they are normally really accurate on these things. But those buildings don't build themselves. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I am. Like there there are uh, spots where they make mistakes, right? And NFL uh, lines, they're not one of them. So uh, you know, play the high totals and find ways to be different. And in tournaments, I think going the Matt Ryan route, it could definitely be a different route. It would make sense in tournaments. Not a cash game thing, though. For me. This I mean, is a- you know, Vegas lines. It's not about them making mistakes. It's about the people making mistakes. Sure. Yes, but but they're but they're but they're the most efficient line. So I think following the higher totals. Like I mean, I, I know it doesn't take a moron to figure that out, but uh, I think it's uh, something that sometimes we get a little too cute. Like uh, we look at these like forty-two totals and talk ourselves into them, and like just like well, you know, probably not the best idea always. Worked out great with Miami. Well, context is everything. There were not a lot of uh, there were not a lot of like fifty totals on that slate. Basically, yeah, there were a lot of guys that crushed value on Miami and the Jets. <laughs> when you stack Arizona Tampa and it goes nuts, make sure to thank Van Gogh on Twitter. And so thank you for pointing me in the direction of Arizona Tampa Bay. I never would have saw that coming. Uh, and I'm actually with you, Van Gogh, as far as this Atlanta and New Orleans game. Is it, and this is anecdotal, but I just feel like it's tougher to go in New Orleans than most places. Like different home, different stadiums have different home field advantages. And like to play at the Chargers is not as difficult as it is to play in New Orleans. That Superdome just like, just sometimes just swallows opponents. It's like just – you know, it, but it also allows opponents on the offensive end to put up just massive games. It's more about how good they are in New Orleans and how many points the opposing offense can actually score. It's not just, oh, they get crushed. It's not, oh, they can lose by 30 and the other team can't put up five points. It's, oh, they got 50 points put up on them and they scored 30. We got to move on. We got to talk about some running backs. Mangone kind of mentioned it already. And like, look, McCaffrey is ten five on DK. You almost, you really want to do your best to put him in cash games. We're not selling anything new, obviously. Uh, he's forty one dollars on Yahoo. Barkley thirty seven over there. Cook is thirty five. Kamara's thirty, and Elliott's thirty uh, for what it's worth. And if you think Kamara is going to get his normal allotment against Atlanta in the dome, he should absolutely smash there. And maybe that's a big enough discount to consider him. Uh, on Yahoo. Uh, Grant, what, what are we doing? We're, we're playing McCaffrey, right? That's not breaking news. We're trying to at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just tough, but it's not like we haven't seen this before. Two years ago, I think it was, uh, maybe three years ago, uh, we were always paying up for the 10K running backs. Sure. Pretty much every time we were just finding value. Like, CMC's not quite a lock, uh, but he, in that type of build, like, there's enough of a price difference between him and Saquon where I don't mind using Saquon here. This is a game where they should be ahead. They're the favorite here going up against the Jets who aren't very good. Saquon's an absolute beast here. The game script favors him. He's a 1700 price savings from uh, from CMC. So, yeah, like I really like Saquon and CMC. But up at the top, like I can't really argue with any of the top four guys priced here. Kamara's 8-2, and uh, Latavius Murray, proud of UCF, is 7-3. So, like, you can't even get cute there, I suppose. Um, obviously, the guy we all – a lot of us played last week was uh, Samuels. He's up to 6.3K who caught, like, 17 passes, give or take. Work our way down here, man, going, like, who's jumping out for us uh, from a running back perspective? Yeah, um, obviously, we've talked about CMC, like, amazing play, just, just playing, too easy. Uh, the, the the question is all these other guys. I think the one thing with Fanduel you brought up was Le'Veon Bell's price. Like, his price is great over there against the Giants. So, it uh, depends on the news with him. So, that's going to be very, very important. Um, it's tough, though, like, because these other guys, like, I, again, like, Barkley against the Jets, I think he makes sense in tournaments. Uh, Kamara, fresh off that injury, I think he could be really good. But my, my one worry, right – uh, the one worry with Kamara is I, they might not just, like, go crazy with him. They might just kind of ease him back in. Sure. So, yeah. Um, it's tough, though. Like, I mean, Marlon Mack uh, against Miami, if T.Y. Hilton, let's say he's out again. Like, they talked about that they wanted to feed Mack a lot last week. And, again, they, they gave him a lot of work, right? Uh, 21 attempts, uh, n- no catches. That's the one problem. So, on a site like DK, it's not as great. But um, it, Miami's the perfect matchup for him. So, that could be an intriguing option maybe on one of the sites around the industry. I know, uh, you know, Kansas City, they get beat up on the run. And Derrick Henry's, uh, you know, floating around there, 6.4K. Again, that's not a DK play, but uh, that's what we got on his price tag there. 
Um, this is a team that he could absolutely torch uh, on the ground. But um, it's one of those weeks where I think I'm going to end up going with like one of those cheap Miami, uh, you know, well, not cheap Miami, just, just straight up go Ballage uh, or Ballage, whatever you want to call him, uh, Dean. But Ballage, <laughs> go, call with by his name. go with the CMC and then I probably wait for like the value to open up on the last guy. Like, uh, nothing really sticks out as just like this amazing play. I mean, Mark Ingram, of course, he's probably going to do pretty well against Cincinnati, but there's so many guys that can get rushing touchdowns, so the equity isn't as great. Um, there's just nothing that's absolutely sticking out right now. A couple things. Uh, Hilton's expected to be out like three to four weeks. That's what we're seeing right now. So Pascal will essentially be the number one receiver. Um, as far as the, the Jets, uh, they're – both Jets running backs, if Bell is out, both their running backs, Montgomery and uh, Powell, are 10 bucks still minimum on Yahoo. Powell is 3K on DK. Uh, Montgomery, I think Montgomery is the better play, but and for what it's worth, Montgomery had a few less plays than Powell last week. I don't know what's worth anything at all, and we'll kind of stay tuned to the beats, and maybe maybe Bell plays, Grant, but that's our potential value uh, as far as Balazs, who, you know, if you believe running backs don't matter, obviously – you know, opportunity is hugely important, but like touchdown equity is a thing too. And Miami, their team total is not particularly high in Indy this week, but you know, uh, if they can kind of help you make uh, everything else work, I suppose it's worth a look. Uh, the Jets running backs, <laughs> Grant, like just kind of wait and see, but it could be super interesting, obviously. Yeah, and I think there are some other like, like if we're really, if people are really going to play Bellage, I think that's a terrible idea. It's not like the running backs for, Miami weren't any good beforehand. Like, they've been bad every single week. They've been cheap every single week. People haven't played them every single week. If you're going to take a shot on guys, then Ronald Jones, like, going up against Arizona, this is probably a positive game script for him. They're going to get more plays. He just this last week got 18 rushing attempts. He got a touchdown. He had a few targets. Like, he's been more involved at times. Taking a shot on him at 4.3K is not the worst idea in the world. Going with either the uh, – Detroit guys like McKissick or Ty Johnson, not the worst idea in the world. Carry on Johnson's still going to be out. Like they're going up against Chicago. Chicago has a great defense, but the worst versus the run. They give up a large volume of targets to opposing running backs. I could see either of them going off. Joe Mixon, gross, but 4.7K if we're really talking about using Bellage. He's a decent upgrade over Bellage in terms of talent. The lines are similar. And the game scripts moderately similar, so I, I, and the value like I over Belage, I'd probably rather go with uh, Ronald Jones or McKissick or Ty Johnson. What about um? Here's another guy actually that I kind of like is Singletary uh, against the Browns. Just um, obviously don't like him on the road and everything, but um, Singletary he he got a lot of touches last week. This the snaps uh, for Frank Gore are disappearing, and Singletary's getting the touches now. Twenty attempts last week. He's kind of a guy at five K. I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I sprinkled a little bit Singletary last week. I didn't mind it at all. Um, I'm oh really? You did you play ten percent of him? I had about like seven or eight percent. The running backs were so strong that my pool was pretty confined, but I did have a pinch. My well, pinch is probably like one or two percent. I had more than a sprinkle, more than a pinch, like a smattering. Yeah, a dollop. A dollop. No, a dollop's like four percent, I think. I, mean, I feel really? like more than a dollop. Maybe two dollops. I had two dollops worth of Singletary. Um, as far as his touches last week, what was he at? Sixty-six percent as far as being on the, the Montgomery. Seventy-three percent as far as the Chicago backfield. Uh, here's one note I saw uh, from PFF, which I thought was kind of sort of interesting. Maybe we can apply it to this week. Uh, since – and he's pretty cheap on DK too. Since LaShawn McCoy's third quarter fumble in week eight, Damian Williams has seen 76% of the team's snaps and 79% of the team's touches out of the backfield. Uh, it's over like a five-quarter a five period. But if you can get Damian Williams – and again, his numbers are kind of skewed because he had a big run obviously – but, you know, if you can get Kansas City running back for 4.9K, and in theory, if he's back there for 70% of the snaps, Mango, that seems kind of interesting, no? Yeah, I'm glad you got those numbers on that because that's something I haven't seen. And I, I knew this was going to be like a talking point throughout the week of him being a possible guy to obviously look to. But, yeah, I mean, I don't hate it there. Uh, you, you could obviously think, too, maybe uh, – I guess they, they, they didn't rush – I don't know if they're rushing Mahomes back or what the deal is with him actually. Is he really healthy? But uh, wouldn't wouldn't make sense to just, like, you know, run Mahomes out there to throw 50 times, uh, you know, just, just run Williams out there. If, if we know he's going to get the snaps, I'm definitely in on that. But um, it's definitely a little risky. Uh, so tougher to do in 
cash games feels more of like a tournament play. Yeah, I mean, 4.9K, 18 bucks on Yahoo. Uh, so, and again, I, I, we can't say it's going to replicate. He's definitely going to get 70% of the snaps. But granted, if I tell you you're getting the you know the running back for 75% of the snaps on, on KC, and especially if you're getting along with Mahomes, because he's got some you know reception equity as well too, are we in? And, and, and as of right now, it's just not a week where we're not seeing – everybody's sort of market price. Everybody's just kind of sort of priced where they should be. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we saw what? Casey running backs did last year, even once Kareem Hunt got dropped. Like, I think Williams still put up like some 20, 25 point games. Like, the fact that he went over 100 rushing yards, granted, was almost entirely in one play. Like, maybe that gives him more confidence. He's going up against Tennessee, who's been good against the run, but this game script probably favors him. It's interesting to see a four point spread for Casey. Even though it's in Tennessee, Dean, you should go to this game if you ever leave your house. Um, it's right around the corner. Like, literally, it's like a mile or two away from me, and I probably won't. Come on, man. Who goes to the NFL games in 2019? There's a thing called Red Zone. Come on. I, I, I've been to two of them this year, Dean. Two more than I've been in the last six years. And well, Matt, Moore, Matt wasn't Matt more like uh, the quarterback for both, probably? Uh, he was the quarterback for one of them. Joe Flacco was the quarterback for both, which is not good. Was either one an Island game? Actually, I guess the three quarterbacks I've seen more than a quarterback or a quarter of have been Joe Flacco, Matt Moore, and Mitch Trubisky. I've seen some good football this year, guys. You've seen all the elite quarterbacks there, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's pretty terrible. When I, when I make my comeback, make sure not to watch my games. Oh, am I allowed to take a victory lap on Allen? Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, you should thank somebody first, but yes. Who should I thank? I mean, you know who. If you have Twitter – you should know who to thank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good segue into future consequences, which is going to come up shortly. It'll be good times. Stay tuned for that. And that's why, if you notice, if you can hear it in his voice, Mango and a little bit irked, a little bit bitter this week. Mango, you lost last week. How did that feel? Yeah, like I, I, I sat there realizing that I lost and looking at everything. And, and the best part is, is like Sunday morning, uh, I had this like realization. Like I was like, yeah, man, the Eagles secondary is so bad. And like I was looking at it and I was like, no, like this is a really bad play. Like this Mitch Trubisky, if I could take back this Mitch Trubisky, Allen Robinson thing, <laughs> I would. Like I was sitting there Sunday morning. I was like, this total went from 45 to 41. I thought it'd go the opposite way. This is a disaster. And I have no one to blame but myself. Uh, it just, I, I, I made a huge mistake. I messed up. And uh, I'm not letting that happen this week. Uh, we're dialed in. We're not going to, you know, get cocky. We got cocky because Eckler got that one touchdown last week and thought that just picking on the Eagles secondary was easy. Uh, you know, wash my hands and move on. But uh, I fudged up. Uh, and uh, that's not happening again this week. By the way, me and Dean have something incredible planned for you if you lose two weeks in a row. <laughs> we uh, do. <laughs> yeah, well, why, why is it incredible? Is it like, does it like play off this tweet? Like, is it like a perfect It, it might actually right? cost, of Amer- cost us American dollars. It's going to cost us between 50 and $200. Well, the, the question is like, does it have to be that I lose next week? Or is it if I lose another time? It's. It, you know, I mean, chances yeah, are I'm probably going to have it set up for another time. Okay. I mean, I, again, like I said, uh, I'm okay with like making my losses on on the Chargers defense and Mitch Trubisky and Al Robinson. Like, I just need to be better, man. Like, I'm evaluating my process, and, uh, yeah, I, I just got to I gotta pitch a better game, man. Uh, Before you give you submit your pick this week, do you want to get a slice of pizza from 7-Eleven? We can pause the pause if, that, if you want. That might not be a bad idea. I'm sure there's one. It's, it's 12-19 a.m. here on the <laughs> East Coast. I'm sure there's a nasty slice spinning over there. <laughs> Over under been sitting around for seven and a half hours, give or take. Uh, receivers, Grant. Uh, look, is uh, Evans is the alpha now in Tampa? Like once you sort of his targets, uh, his usage, his everything has been absolutely insane. 16, 12, 17 as far as the targets the last three weeks, absolutely smashing. Uh, facing Arizona and you know one of the highest team totals on the board certainly pops. Uh, of course, you can go back to Godwin, who's, you know, obviously a great play as well. You got to uh, can't guard Mike, Mike Thomas at 8.3K against that Atlanta team. Julio Jones on the other side on the comeback. If you're, if you're going to buy that, like Atlanta's going to get some garbage time usage. Elite receivers, Grant, do anybody pop for you? They're all kind of like, they're all good and we'll figure it out later. I mean, they're all good. We'll figure it out later. I suggest having one of Mike Evans or Chris Godwin in every single lineup. I, I said it last week, and I kind of held to it. Like 50% Mike Evans, 50% Godwin. Just lock that into your optimizer. Go on. And that's all that really matters. Up at the top, though, I mean, like Julio Jones going up against New Orleans. 
Bill Latimer was bad for a lot of the beginning of the season, but they are now without Muhammad Sanu. Less targets there, big total. They're going to be playing from behind. Julio Jones is fine. Thomas, like, I'm worried about the blowout, but he gets a massive target share every week. And they're projected for 31 points. Tyree Kill with Mahomes back. Like, no one really stands out up at the top. Like, the only ones that don't stand out are probably Kenny Galladay just because he's going up against Chicago. But, like, of the top four, five guys, of the top five guys, I, I, my, my lean is more towards the Tampa Bay guys more than anything else. And Mangone? Yeah. Yeah, at the top, I mean, if you look at this, like, they're all really good plays, right? It's really hard to say for them. Uh, I, and listen, uh, I was looking at the whole Godwin Evans thing, and I was like, man, I need to just start, like, making uh, multi-entry teams and just doing the 50-50 thing with these two guys. It's just insane. So, uh, yeah, like, uh, Godwin and Evans, obviously phenomenal plays at the top. One guy I really like is Cooper Cup. Uh, he could obviously crush in this matchup, and he has been crushing all season long. Seems like a really safe guy that you can go to at the top. We're looking at some guys getting really, really cheap, though, man. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's 5.8K. Um, Odell Beckham Jr.'s 6.1K. Uh, it, it's warranted, right, because they haven't been that good this season. But uh, we're starting to really get the discount on uh, these guys here. Also, uh, man, I'll mention it, but Allen Robinson's 6'3". Uh, it is a nice price, but I probably won't end up doing it. Uh, I will say Devontae Adams at 6'9". Uh Again, this is a guy that is really talented, saw a really nice – I think the target share was about 31% still last week. So, yeah, it wasn't his best week, but he is a, you know, he's a better than a 6.9K receiver. So uh, that's probably like the best point-per-dollar guy for me at the top-end range. Uh, but I think we're really going to be living for a lot of these cheap guys, right? No no Muhammad Sanu. So with no more Sanu, that's going to open up some more opportunity for a guy like Calvin Ridley who's got a great price around the industry. 5-4 uh, on DK. Vandal, I believe he's 5'3". Uh, you also see this Tampa Bay team, right? Tampa Bay, they are an absolute pass funnel. Uh, we can't really run on them, and I don't expect the Cardinals to even try and really run on them. I expect Tyler to be throwing a ton, and I expect Christian Kirk and uh, do I dare say Larry Fitzgerald to finally get right? Um, yeah, I, I think Christian Kirk is the guy that you want to go to, so he's the one I would look at. I'm curious if Andy Isabella somehow gets let out of the doghouse now. Uh, that's something to like kind of uh, you know keep a close tabs on uh, through you know reading Roto World blurbs and uh, keeping up with the beat writers and seeing what they're saying. But uh, yeah, that, those are kind of some of the situations I think I'd look to target. He did catch an 88-yard pass last week, for what it's worth. His only catch. And I think, was he a second-round pick or something like that? There is some tout to him. He's got some speed. He's, he hasn't really had, uh, been unleashed at all. Uh, but at, at some point, you have to think, they, why would they not let him play? Because the season's over, the season's lost. Let, let him get some chemistry there with, with Kyler. Uh, Grant, work your way down. Who's like popping for you? You want to expand on anybody that uh, Mangun threw out there or threw out some new names? Uh, I like the Adams call a bit, like – Caroline's been good versus the past, but opposing wide receivers, I think that they've actually just been mediocre or below average. Like, they don't give up anything to opposing running backs, opposing dead ends, but wide receivers can actually score some points on them. Uh, maybe that was just Tampa Bay wide receivers that could do it, but uh, wide receivers have. T.Y. Hilton, if he's back, I mean. He won't be. He won't be? He's out for three to four weeks. All right. I didn't see that news then. Whoops. Uh like, all right, so outside of that, like, OBJ, you can take always take a shot with it 6-1. I won't, but you can. But the mid-range is actually, like, pretty good. So, Mango and I mentioned him, Fitzgerald, Moore, or Fitzgerald and Kirk, but I really like DJ Moore and Samuel, 5-2 and 4-6. They're still getting a massive target share in this offense. Going up against Green Bay, who's been good versus the pass, but still can allow some points. Devontae Parker is just going to be the only guy to throw to now. Outside one guy we'll get to later. Uh, Jameson Crowder just getting a boatload of targets going up against the Giants team that I think is near the bottom of the league in terms of passing defense. And the guy I really, really like, we already went through how much I like Atlanta this week, but Ridley, uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen with Matt Ryan in that offense and no Muhammad Sanu. Got to assume that some more targets are going his way. The guy's averaging 13 points a game this season. It's only 5.4K. Got to assume that his equity is going to go up. Dude has massive touchdown equity, as we've seen this year and last year. He can have those 10, 12 target games. If they're going to throw the ball 50 times, got to assume more is going his way. And with uh, Latimer on Julio, like Ridley could be in for a massive game here, 5,400. He's probably my favorite guy in the pack. 
You mentioned the Dolphins. Uh, look, Williams out for the season. He had 75% of the snaps last week. Parker had 83% of the snaps. And the only guys that are left, uh, Jakeem Grant had 20% of the snaps. Alan Hearns, 43% of the snaps. Stone minimum on DK at 3K. Alan Hearns, remember him? Like I'm old enough to remember. I, I played him on Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, I played him ago. quite a bit. <laughs> uh, it's been a big gap though, since the last time I played it uh, or considered playing Alan Hearns. And there's Albert Wilson. It was 36% as well, too. And uh, he missed a good portion of the season as well. But, Grant, were you insinuating that you had an interest in one of these guys? You know, be- Because they're all crazy cheap and Miami's not going to run. Well, Who knows what they – one receiver sets probably is not something they're going to do. I mean, the guy that won is when we talk about tight ends. Oh, Jaseki. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we're done with wide receivers, I can move on to tight ends. And just- yeah. Real quick, I don't know if you guys mentioned Devontae Parker. Like, uh, oh, he, really? He's really trapped? Been going, honestly. Uh, can't yeah, be serious. You know, I was too busy. I was too busy. Uh, we literally just went over Miami wide receivers. We talked about six bulk of the receivers. Mark yeah. Cooper, Mark. Yeah, but, but but Parker, but Parker's the guy. I think the, the thing that I really wanted to key on here is like Parker's an amazing play. DJ Moore, gotta like really, him there. really. Drop, I know, okay, I just know, repeat I know, everyone. I repeat. <laughs> well, yeah, I repeated it for the the rap horn, man. I was just trying to throw that in, but no, I think the thing I just wanted to mention, like, is like I, I mentioned the. This you know, isn't guys, a like, bit to be clear, but like, Mango just doesn't listen. But go ahead. No, I know. I just want to mention this, like in the construction. Like, I really think that these like five k, four k receivers, especially on Fanduel, like the five k receivers, it makes sense this week to just like load up on those guys. Like, just absolutely load up on them. Play three of them. Like, no need to pay up for a guy like these top-end guys. Like, they're all good. They're all phenomenal. But uh, some of them are going to be landmines. Like, it's just every single week that ends up happening. And I think it's just better to go for these, like, wide receiver ones and wide receiver twos that get, like, the steady, like, five to seven targets and uh, hope for the best. Is there still meat in the bone as far as Pascal? He's 5'3 on DK, 17 on Yahoo. Any interest, Grant? Yeah, I think that he is. I mean, the problem is I don't like them match up too much. I mean, Pascal's going to get a large enough volume to probably pay off value here, but the game script, like, Indy's it's a Mac 10 point five game. yards, like 20 times. Huh? It's just Mac and Mac and Mac, right? Yeah, like, Miami has such a bad pass defense, but they're near the bottom of the league in rushing defense, too, so I'm not going to be surprised if they just run it over and over and over and over again. And, like, Pascal's still fine. I don't mind him, but, like, the problem is he's literally sandwiched between four of my favorite plays and Fitz, Ridley, Christian Kirk, and DJ Moore, but Pascal's on my list. Mango, do you have a sound effect or you're good? No, man, I'm good. Uh, I, I won't play the rap horn unless there's uh, another DJ uh, coming up here at the tight end. Oh, that's why you did it. I honestly didn't understand why you did it. <laughs> he didn't get the reference. Well, that's why. That, that's one reason. That I, that's the reason I moved back to it. But also, I think it's really important that like that range is the range to hammer in cash games. I think this week, I really think you're just hammering those guys away. I mean, is Samuel a better play than all of them? He's cheaper. Yeah, I mean, he, he like, what's his DK price? I know FanDuel is more expensive. 4-6. 46, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things, like, on FanDuel, you play DJ Moore at 5-8, and, uh, and then Samuel 6-1 over there, and then you play Curtis Samuel at 4-6. Uh, I, I think Samuel definitely is in play, too. So, um, and, I, and the thing is, I think uh, Jair Alexander would likely draw DJ Moore, which would give me a little bit of pause, but uh, like whoever's on Kevin King is who I really want to attack. So that's what I'm really curious about. Look at what about Andy? Giving us freaking uh, wide receiver quarterback matchups on a Monday night. Kevin King of all people. Yeah. Kevin, what about Kevin. what about any of the Tennessee wide receivers like going up against? Uh, it's not hump dog season, Grant. We can. This is when we move on to tight end. <laughs> I think hump dog had a good game this week. <laughs> He's ten bucks on Yahoo. He's stone minimum. Yeah, like, but I mean. I guess it'll. It's also the stone worst. <laughs> you get you get mad at me for repeating stuff, but uh, you know, we got the we got the hump dog getting mentioned. Yeah, it got ten points, but like going with Corey Davis at forty four hundred or AJ Brown, like it's not cash game play, but no, it, just the way like I, it's really just interesting with this current spread. And I think the spread set at four right now. They're only a four point dog. And their implied total is only 22 as a four-point dog. It, it's just interesting to me right now. And I'll have to wait and see what happens as the week goes on. It's Monday night. Spread could change. But, like, all these guys are so cheap, 4,400, 4,300, 3,500 for Hump Dog. Like, makes things interesting. 
This is your own personal fetch, man, trying to make Hump Dog happen. It's not going to happen, Grant. What is happening is we're behind on time. So talk about some tight ends, Grant. Um, well, I guess Gianna Smith or Delaney Walker, whichever one ends up playing, I'd rather have Smith playing. Hopefully Walker's out. If he is, then Smith going up against Casey. It's a fantastic matchup for tight ends, and so I really like him. Gusecki, 3,100. Indy is a fantastic matchup for tight ends. I think they're giving up one of the highest tar- – Target turn in tight biscuit tight end targeting percentage uh, for opposing teams in the entire league. Cameron Braid, if OJ Howard's out again, and I, I know it didn't work out well last week, and the other tight ends got to play, but I think he was a little bit injured. But now he's going up against Arizona. Like, oh we, boy! I mean, hasn't been great in recent weeks, but he's still thirty seven hundred. He's a guy I like he's a guy that with big touchdown equity. A guy in a twenty eight implied team total for Tampa Bay. So him, like, Titan actually has, like, a decent amount of value here. You can go all the way up for Kelsey. You can go to Ingram. You can go to Hooper, which is – I don't think Ingram or Hooper are good plays. I don't mind Kelsey. Like, I don't know if I want Andrews. The game script really just doesn't favor him. Everett is a decent play. But, like, the top end of tight end is really not great. I, I really like Brait. I really like Smith. I really like Gasecki. I pulled up the, uh, the snap uh, snap counts, by the way, for what it's worth. And like you said, Brait was dinged. He was only on the field 14% of the time. Uh, obviously, one thing you want to follow as far as tight ends as well is how much they're blocking, how much they're running routes. Janu Smith is a guy that didn't run a ton of routes two weeks ago. I've not seen his stuff as far as just last week. Auclair, uh, for what it's worth, 57% of the snaps there for Tampa. Of course, Howard was out for injury, and Hudson played 62% of the snaps. Uh, Mango, what are you looking at as far as tight ends? Is a uh, are you with Grant? Is Gasecki the most interesting tight end of the slate, or is it somebody else? Uh, yeah, he's he's in play. Um, it's just I just wanted of... to make a Dosecki reference. That's all I was <laughs> yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, you know I Did don't you call him the most interesting man on the Dolphins. I don't have a sound. It's got to be Fitzpatrick because actually, Grant, I don't know if you know this. Are you sitting down? He plays quarterback in the NFL. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he and he also, also went to Harvard. That's not yeah. interesting. What's it more interesting is he and Philip Rivers are in a race to have see who can have the most kids before they retire. How many does uh, Fitzpatrick have? I think he's at seven. I think he might have just had eight. Okay, I cut you off, man. Go, go. I had to get get that out there about Gasecki, but uh, I don't play Gasecki often. But what I do, uh, what do you have for tight ends? Yeah, so I think like Fanduel, you're gonna end up like paying up at tight end for just whoever you want. Like drafting, I think it's gonna be a little more difficult. Uh, obviously, if I could have Kelsey and Ingram at the top, they'd be great. I do worry with Shepard coming back, how much that's gonna affect Ingram. Uh, the Giants situation is starting to get a little more crowded now. We got Barkley back, Shepard. Uh, Ingram, they're all starting to get a lot healthier. So Golden Tate's there now. So that's the one thing I do worry about a bit. Uh, What's the problem with Mark Andrews? Well, Cincinnati will likely be leading a ton, and they have all these different tight ends they can go to, so that could be a problem. Atlanta, I mean, Cooper's going to have that great gate great game script and if you have that you know no more Mohamed Sanu who's like the greatest receiver of all time Grant behind Adam Humphreys uh Austin Hooper could obviously be a really interesting option at that 5.5k range the question is though will I have the money to spend on him and I don't know if I'm going to so it looks like looking to punt might be a better option and if there's no you know T.Y. Hilton I think going to uh you know Jack O'Doyle rules uh you know he had a pretty nice game last game uh that might be the the route I end up going at I'm surprised he knew that reference he doesn't. He doesn't know what movie that's from. He just knows that he's seen it on Twitter before. He can't tell you what that's from, though. Yeah, it's from Adam. It's from Adam Sandler's movie. Um, okay, he's in a thousand terrible movies. Yeah, Which one Ms. is it from? Vaughn, dude. I'm blanking on the name right now, but Miss Vaughn's right. in it, dude. Like, knock mm. it off. He pees his pants, man. Then he. I know the scenes. I know. I know the movie. I'm blanking. Okay, I mean it's close enough. You didn't get the answer, but that's more than I expected. The answer is Billy Madison. Yeah, it's Billy Madison. There you go. I, I was blanking. You ain't man. cool unless you piss your pants. Yes, that's a, that's a great one. <laughs> I'm surprised he got that much, so I, I stand corrected. You, yeah, you, it's a good movie. Me. I just, you know, you, you catch me off guard, I'm, I'm going to make a mistake on the movie for sure. But I, I know tons of references from that movie, so. <laughs> well, look at you. You knew a movie that came out when you were like 11. <laughs> Congratulations. He's, he's impressed. I am. I'm, I'm, that's why it silenced me, man. Like, And you didn't even get it right. Like, you just you gave enough context clues that we're grading at a curve. Sure, why not? We'll keep it to you. Um, yeah, is there anything else to say here as far as tight ends? Shall we talk like, you know, favorite stacks, Grant? Uh, of course, we have uh, 
we got to do tweets or consequences, a little bit of nonsense before you step aside and get out of here and make way for a, you know, we've been around for like an hour or so. That's probably too long. People are sick of us for sure. Me, definitely. Uh, give me a, give me some stacks here, Grant. I already kind of talked about it. It's Tampa Bay for me. Um, I think the smart move is just stack up the Arizona side of it. Um, like Who do you like? The, uh, Kirk, Fitz, Murray. Like those three guys, maybe you can throw in Isabel. Like I'll have to wait and see what the other value guys. But those are the obvious candidates. And then stacking up the uh, Falcons is going to be one of my favorite things to do. If Ryan plays, <coughs> if Ryan doesn't play, we got Schaub there. Mr. I can throw up 400 <laughs> passing yards for cheap at 4,900. Yeah, imagine playing Schaub and like Alan Hearns in the same lineup in 2019. Um, I'm pulling up Isabella as far as his snap count last week. I'm curious. Uh, he played 23% of the snaps, which is the most he's played the entire season for what it's worth. You want to hear something great? So uh, I play all the showdown slates, and I reached out to the beat writer when I saw Bird was out because Bird was like one of like the best showdown values. And I reach out to the beat writer, and I say, hey, you know, I forget his name, Scott. But he's, he's pretty good at responding on things. And I said, uh, I wanted to know, like, who you think the best receiver, you know, will be with, with Bird out, right? Like, who's going to get the most opportunity? Like, just your opinion. Thanks. Appreciate it. Tried to be really nice. I get a response back. And he goes, um, can't tell you which one, but I know it won't be Isabella. <laughs> what a great answer. I mean, it he, was gold. He wasn't really wrong. I yeah. know. That's, that's what makes point, it funny. Like, says he's wrong, but that's stupid. Yeah. 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 Like, I didn't like, I didn't like, you know, go back to the reply and go like, you're the worst. You were trying to create an edge for yourself. No, Just, no, I didn't. Let's get this guy fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. He's moving the needle. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that, but uh, I just thought it was funny. And of course, afterwards, I thanked him. I'm always, I'm always team like thank the beat writers after something. That way, uh, they'll always keep coming back. To it's me the and, simplest uh, thing, man. Going, it really is. Just be polite to people on Twitter, like the like the beat writers, and like it's it seems it sounds like so obvious. But, like some people are just jerks to them, and like yeah, sometimes they'll be nice to you, and when they are, you you appreciate it, and they'll remember that and things like that. I don't know, just. A good little life lesson, but man, go. And I'm with you. And the more you know, the NBC rainbow just kind of popped up in my head. But uh, it, it's a good idea. What, what about as far as this, uh, this slate here, man? Go. Who, uh, what beat writer are you going to be uh, trolling <laughs> for answers uh, as far as Atlanta? Who's jumping out for you? It oh. could be my boy Scott again in an Arizona game. We might be having a conversation <laughs> saying, uh, hey, you, you, you screwed me on some money. Uh, win it back for me. I need a win. You owe me. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that, that's definitely probably the game I'm definitely uh, looking at right now. I will say like that that Falcon side could get really contrarian. I feel like and I think the thing that's nice about it, and again, like it's it's Monday, right? So everything could change. We could sound like dummies. And if you're listening to us on Friday, you're you're probably listening too late anyways. But uh Julio Jones, Hooper, and uh Ridley, like there's just a really nice condensed amount of targets there for those guys. So uh I could see that being a situation where it's just uh, a little a little predictable. Uh, you know, Falcons will likely be trailing. A lot of easy guys to just uh you know load up on. So the Atlanta side is becoming more and more appealing in tournaments. Is that it for the show as far as uh, before we delve the nonsense, Mango? Anything else for the people? Well, we need to, we, we do our bet. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we could well, keep, is that we a, keep is that talking a part of nonsense. Or is that well, well part making of nonsense? the bet is, a, is, in, is in a part of nonsense. It's very important. Do you guys want to do the same format we did last week? <laughs> uh, Mango did so well. No, I don't. I don't know if I want that format. That format I say bad. we do that format again just because you made a big dummy mistake. You want to redeem? You could totally redeem yourself. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'm getting baited right now to. Uh, to, to do I mean, we're all it's all, we're all on the exactly the same playing field. You get a pick first, I get a pick second, and establish the second position. Or Dean can. It doesn't matter to me. And the third gets the wraparound. Mangone. Um, I don't know. I'm not feeling strong about this. I'd rather go back to our old format where I was doing very well. Uh, yeah. Well. I, well, I, what do you want to start? What, what, executive decisions. Since you're the loser, we'll go back to the format we did last week. That seems reasonable. All right, fair enough. But what do we want to? Where, where, where do we have a strong stance at? Like, give me a conviction. Like, who's? Oh no, I meant the one that the two the snake draft. I really like that. I feel like it's. More uh, actually, fun. no. We'll go. We'll go to the snake draft. I, I got an idea. I'm I'm ready to rock. All right, you start off, my friend. All righty, I'm gonna start it off, and Ooh. let's see. Who is my value guy that I – I don't know if he's – Oh, are we doing the same – what are we doing position-wise? Is it the same thing? You, 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 pick, the first, you pick the first one. Uh, Dean, do you want second or third? Well, I think because I finished second last week, I should go keep go second. You, you, were, you were the best, so, you know, I think that's how it should work. And you're probably best or, in the world. Was, anyway. was I second? 
I don't even remember who you had, but my picks weren't great. But it was better than Mango, and it's all. Oh, no, yeah, Grant. Uh, D- Dean was Dean had some really. Dean had a zero with Anthony Miller and then Carr. So <laughs> Grant, Grant you're definitely the best. My zero was cheap. Yeah, and the Grant had Allen though, who was phenomenal. So. I mean, he was phenomenal in the first half, and then did nothing. Yeah. But still, for his price, he was phenomenal. All right, so I uh, listen. I have my wide receiver. We're all going to have to take a receiver. I'm establishing that right now. Jerk. Yes, I don't like the running back uh, situation, but man, who knows? Maybe one of you guys want to pick the running backs. Yeah. Well, no. The, the rule is once you pick a position, that's the position. Yeah, well, no, so, we have to pick two positions, Dean. So you get yeah. So you get the, you get the established second position. So if you want to establish running backs, you can, Dean. But you know what? I'm going to establish the receivers, and while I've established the receivers, I'm going to go with Christian Kirk. <laughs> Okay. All right. I see what you did there. Um, man, I want to pick this player, but I think it could be a huge mistake. <laughs> it's probably a terrible idea. I'm in on this idea, Dean. Come on, talk to me. <laughs> Moving closer to the mic. Tell the people what you want. Oh, I'm considering picking Balage, but he's a Miami Dolphin. Oh. This could not end well. Um... That was just a little peek into my mind. I don't uh, – that's probably a terrible idea, but I think – I mean, they may add somebody throughout the week, call somebody at the practice squad or something like that, but I feel like as of right now, Belage is positioned to – you know, and this is dollar for dollar, obviously. That's why I'm interested. Um, or I can just, like, pick a quarterback or pick a receiver and just kind of not worry about Belage, which is probably the safer play. But, yeah, you can go quarterback. What's fun about safety, right, Grant? I mean, I've got something planned for either, so go ahead. Well, you can't have anything planned because we, we dictate your plan. Yes, I have something. I have contingency plans based on what position you go with. <laughs> uh, and if you pick Mahomes, by the way, and if he doesn't play, obviously you're allowed to replace him. Just you get out. automatically get Matt Moore. Ooh, really? I mean, yeah, I guess that's. I, 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 seem, I guess that seems reasonable. Sure, I suppose. Um, I like some quarterbacks, but I don't know if I like these guys dollar for dollar necessarily. Murray, eh, there is some volatility there. Just go QB. Say it again. Just go QB. I don't. I don't know if that's. I mean, you could just say lock in CMC and say like, come get me. Like, but like, of course, dollar for dollar, he's not like this. You know, necessarily the great play. He's got to like smash, which he does all the time. I feel like I'm stalling for time. Yeah, you are. Just pick. Dude, give give me give me just give me. A, I was not prepared for this format. <laughs> you think by week ten? You think we were? Uh, I'm the one who said I didn't want to do this format. Yeah, this is not going to end well for me. Uh, Go back to Anthony Miller, man. No, he helped you win last week. He did. I mean, he was the GB that made things work for sure. Um, like Mike Evans is just the nuts, right? Like you, you took who now? The, the receiver for Arizona. Kirk. Please just listen if you're listening. Dean, just, just pick. Just fast forward through and like listen to the nonsense. Does this make for terrible pod me. listening? I apologize. Yes, it does. Just pick. Well, yeah, seriously, clock, 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 clock. Grant, go. You calling clock? Yeah, I'm calling clock. Grant, pick. Clock, TV. CMC. I'm taking CMC. What? I was gonna take CMC. Yeah, you took too long, you Dean. Took That's too the rules. I gave it away. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, you have, you get two picks, Grant. All right, my next pick has to be wide receiver. I'm going Devonte Parker. Oof. Um, <laughs> I'm locked into 50 points right now. What if I just think Balazs and Hearns? I get like eight points and win. <laughs> that would be amazing, would it not? Let's yeah. do that. Just, I mean, I'm going to lose now. Now I'm just, I'm just committed to the bit at this point. Um, <laughs> Honestly, it's not a – Balazs is a terrible idea, but Hearns isn't. Hearns should catch like a couple passes. You can go balls and go time on Without knowing Bell. Ooh, you know what? Oh, yeah. I was going to say take both Jets running backs, but we don't know if Bell might actually play. And you have to pick a wide receiver, buddy. Oh, dude. Wait, hold on. I can't get a running back? You get a running back and a wide receiver. Pick two. Just hurry up and pick. I will take Belage. (laughs) Category of things I did not anticipate on saying in this podcast. The winner is I will take Belage. Um... Dude, just go Hearns. Just go Hearns. I think I should just take – like, let's get some – I got to get some points in the board. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, those go are, Evans then. Those are, yeah, I think that's what I'm doing. I think I'm going to take Evans. Evans and Balazs. Let's, let's, let's get some fantasy points. All right. And it's, oh, gosh. The problem is so you have, have Balazs and you have Evans. Okay. Oh, it's point per dollar. That is the problem. And some of these running backs are just not my favorite. So, um, Listen, I'm going to go with Barkley. Uh, he's expensive, but uh, the Jets is a good time. So, give me give me Barkley. So, to summarize, Mango, and you're two, so I'm now? Barkley and Christian Kirk. All right. And Grant? McCaffrey and Devontae Parker. <laughs> got, got All right. I got Balaj and Mike Evans. We do want to mention one more time again. We're gonna, this is nonsense, but if you guys aren't aware – we're going to do uh, the tweets or consequences for Mangone uh, one last time. Grant, tell the people the comment they should leave, or not the specific comment, but what our topic is to win themselves an RG t-shirt. Most ridiculous thing you do with food that's delicious. My example was honey on pizza. Most contrarian food take and sell us on it. If you sell us on it, or if it's like the only comment. I'm probably going to try half of them throughout the week. Oh, that'd be fun. Are you willing to try them, Grant? I mean... We'll see. I don't. If I say yes, then they're going to put some stuff that they don't actually believe in. Peeps on a pizza? Oh, Peepsa. <laughs> Peepsa. Just because it's a fun, like, you know, wordplay doesn't mean it tastes delicious. Uh, Mangone, he lost tweets or consequences, Grant. Let's fire away. Let's tell, let's tell him what he's got to. Uh, yeah, you uh, want to read it? Out. It's the last one I sent you. No, no. Well, I don't have it in front of me. So, you, you if you don't mind pulling it up, it's. You, you All right. Played, yeah, these were yours, uh, basically. All right. As you all know, I've been participating in hashtag no nut November. And unfortunately I've already failed six times and had to wash my sheets two times. Thanks to fantasy crunchers. I thank you all for the support and hope you will continue to support me as I try and go more than 24 hours. Hashtag epic pod. I hate you guys. <laughs> so my favorite part of this tweet is the premise that uh, you failed at No Nut November six times, but you only decided to change your sheets twice. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, what about, um, what about the adding, am I adding fantasy cruncher on this bad boy? Like You can or you can. You don't have either. to. It doesn't I mean, matter. I don't know. know. I mean, I mean they I like to get thanked. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will. I just don't want. I don't want to like cause any issues where like then they're like you know just like fighting with RG. Like it's like, dude, it's a joke. Like chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there there was a backup tweet that uh, that that Grant did have, but um, you know, I don't think it's as fun. Is it as fun? Yeah, and I'm not sure if you ever watched Titanic. <laughs> Or if it even matters. Yeah, can I can I get like a stipulation like if this dude like uh, like if I at Fantasy Cruncher like if this guy like comes at me like can I like like reach out to him and be like hey dude like it's, it's a joke look at the hashtag my apologies. he'll make like, sure to post you're reaching out on Twitter too I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sure, you can have that as a stipulation. Yeah. All right. If I decide that, who knows? But uh, yeah, this this will this will be fun for you guys. And uh, man, I will. Uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'll just uh, put my phone down, uh, head to Seven Eleven for a slice, and uh, <laughs> lock it lock into the uh, lineup builder and build some lineups. Yeah, um, Mangoon. So you're accepting this one. You're good to go. I, I guess you can put. You can just spell it out if you want. If you don't want to add it necessarily, I don't think you have to necessarily add it. Yeah, I'll say maybe I'll add it, right? We'll we'll see, but uh, yeah, we'll definitely... uh, Or FC, if you want to put FC, whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. However however comfortable you may or may not feel. Uh, Grant, we feel feel good about this one? I I, I do, I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, is there anything else before we step aside and get out of here? And, uh, you know, that's it for week 10, is it not? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Apparently, stack up Atlanta, stack up the Tampa Bay game. Don't play Belage like Dean. Dumb move. <laughs> um, play Miami wide receivers. Opportunity yeah, one, matters. One last thing. I looked up Andy Isabella's player profiler. Best comparable to Tyler Lockett. So uh, there you guys Ooh. go. Um, you know, what did what did Tyler Lockett do against the Bucks? Looks like Andy Isabella's gonna do exactly the same. Thirty fantasy points for Andy Isabella. He's a burner. He can get there in one play. He just gotta he has to get on the field, which has been his problem, obviously. Um, but like we said before, he's play, he played more snaps last week than he has the entire season. Arizona, what do they, what do they have to play for? And, uh, you know, get the rookie some snaps. Sure, why not? We're going to end on a high note, just like a stanza would approve of. We're talking about Andy Isabella. He's Grant. He's Mangone. I'm Dean. Thanks for listening. 
Good luck in week 10. We're out of here. Holler.